welcome to Sort My Money podcast, where you'll learn tried and tested techniques that are unsurpassed in Australia to help you take control of your money and give you financial peace of mind. Want to learn how to create successful money habits and budget planning to finally get your finances on track and turbocharge your financial future? Let's find out how with financial coach David Rankin. Welcome to episode nine in your A to Z budget planning series, where we'll be covering the letters Q and R of successful money habits so you can finally get your finances on track and turbocharge your financial journey. So Q, David, what does Q stand for? Q is for quick wins. This this is really easy to realise advantages to put in place. You can do this today and start to feel the benefits of this. Um, I'd start here. My quickest wins here are non-essential expenditure. It's the low-hanging fruit of any money makeover. That's because this category of spending does have the power to be wasteful. It, It represents a huge opportunity to increase your disposable income and create savings and it can be reduced quickly. Unlike your fixed overheads, like the payment of rent, for example, you don't need to negotiate these changes with anybody but yourself. Wasteful spending that I'm talking about frequently comes in the form of food and drink. Just as accountants often talk about good debt and bad debt, financially speaking, there's good food spending and bad food spending, if I can be that crass. So I've got to say, good food spending is grocery spending. And by the way, this is not about shoestrings. This is not about starving yourself. This is about living a great life. But, you know, spend money at the supermarket. It's well spent. If you can, I'm actually saying something which will surprise people. I'm saying spend up big. I'm certainly at the likes of Aldi, spend up big. Because if you do, and you get your, you buy sufficient, whether it's Aldi or other other stores, you're going to spend less on bought lunches, takeaways, coffees, and the like, and you're going to reap the rewards of that. What are some other ways that we can have some quick wins? I think if you're just aware of this spending, it's important. So every $100 you're spending on these things, and people will be listening, they're going, yep, we're, especially families, we're getting through 100 on takeaways and and coffees and breakfasts every weekend it's easy to get through 100 bucks a week if you're a family on this stuff yes that's five thousand dollars of after-tax savings that takes a bit of earning which you are you know which you could potentially save or be better off by each year so it's fairly big money every hundred dollars a week is five thousand dollars net a year because we usually spend more day-to-day on food than on anything else I recommend getting into a once a week grocery shopping routine. I think it's actually the biggest single uh, money saving habit you can adopt. Do your bulk shopping at Aldi or at discount local fruit and veg shops, which is great for the local economy as well. And then top up at the Coles and the Woolies. But do that in the same trip. If you can put aside, if you're especially if you're a family, you've got a lot of food shopping to do. Even put aside a couple of hours, ideally every weekend. It depends what your routine is and whether you work shifts, obviously. But if you can roughly the same point in each week, put aside that couple of hours, do your big Aldi shop. Top up at Coles or Woolies. Think of everything you need 
Um, yeah, it, it will save you heaps. If I can just give you an example, Anne-Marie, from my life as well. Yes. My kids are, are school age and they get up in the morning and they make their sandwiches for school. Um, now, if I do the shopping on a weekend for them, again, this is counterintuitive. This is something you might not expect, but I try to buy for them at the supermarket things they like. Okay. So they like salami. So rather than getting the cheap salami at Aldi, I get Aldi's nice salami. Mm. Okay. They like crusty bread. So I get the nice crusty bread. I find out all the bits and pieces they like. And to be honest, it's worth spending extra at the supermarket on these things. Cause then when it comes to during the week and they're tired and they're getting up in the morning and they're making the brekkie, ah, oh, they love that. Oh, thanks dad. Love that salami. Oh, thanks dad. Love that bread. You know that I like yes. that. Or the nice cheese and they're doing it and they're enjoying it and this is the point making this stuff enjoyable makes it sustainable it's gonna last and and to be honest it's an investment buy the nice stuff but buy it at the right place spend at the supermarket and you'll find that you'll save up you'll save over time much yes. more than you think uh, absolutely and it's not till you start to make some of these changes that you realize just how much you can save and will save and uh, I know myself if I go you know between Aldi and Coles there is a significant difference often and uh, it's just being more mindful which you, you you've said what are some other examples and the reason I ask for these examples is so often it's right there in front of us but because we can't see it and I know that you're dealing with us every single day it's great to just have some examples that we can go yes that's that's areas that I can look at as well for some more quick wins coffee comes back up a, a time and time again doesn't it but if you have a coffee habit that's fine 250 dollars these days gets you a decent coffee machine yes. and then my advice again and it's counterintuitive get the best quality ground coffee don't get the cheap stuff go premium italian ground coffee make yourself a nice coffee every day you're saving so much money by doing so Another one which really is of its time, look at your streaming services. Heck, if we were having this conversation prior to, say, 2014, it's not that long ago, is it? You wouldn't have known what a streaming service is, but we're back to the future now. And so have a look at your streaming services. If you've got Stan and Netflix, maybe make a choice and decide which ones you want and, and let the others go. You can save money by deciding which ones you're really using. Look, this is on the margins here, Anne-Marie, but it is actually all legal and ethical. But if you share a streaming subscription with a friend, you might want to give that a try. You might have a friend who doesn't use all the devices on their subscription and you might want to go Harvey's on that yeah. subscription. Plenty of people do that. And we all have so many streaming services these days that it's an easy way to save money. Any others that we need to start to consider for some more quick yeah, wins? Sure. Uh, again, on the tech theme, uh, mobile phones, heck, uh, they are more competitive than ever, aren't they? You can get so much data or data, which however you say it, on a, on a mobile phone plan these days, um, shop around for a better deal. Uh, you'll be amazed how you can save money there over the long term. But all these things together, it's really um, not about kicking yourself if you are wasting money. Because all I see, honestly, if I see waste uh, financially, all I see 
is opportunity, the opportunity to, for these quick wins. And, and you can make this happen quickly. It, you're not going to get a pay rise anytime soon if you start to negotiate with your boss, but you can make this happen today and you can start feeling the benefits of this on your finances very quickly. Yes, love all of those uh, quick wins. And it's one of those things, if you you have not gone and had a look at just some of these examples that you have uh, shared with us today, we can't take advantage of some of the specials, some of the offerings. And as you said, many of the service providers that you've mentioned today are very competitive and you may not even realise that there's a different package which has far more involved in it that you you don't even know is available and, and at a far cheaper price. So love that. So that is Q for quick wins. What does R stand for? It's very specific, okay, and it stands for rip-off insurance. Now, this podcast is all about the positive, okay? So this is all about being empowered, and I want people who are listening to this podcast to be empowered so that they can make the right decisions. I don't want financial institutions and the like to be making decisions for them. So I'm hoping that this information that I'm going to give you with this point is going to be empowering uh, and it's going to empower you to make good decisions in your own interest. You know that something is not right when a financial product is benefiting the person who sold you the product more than it is helping you. At the top of the list of such unhelpful financial products is consumer credit insurance, also known as CCI. Now, let me explain what that is. CCI is a bolt-on insurance policy which is sold with credit cards, personal loans, car loans, and home loans for which the seller, and the seller might be a bank, for example, earns commission. It's marketed as a way of helping a borrower to make their repayments if they become unemployed or sick or die. Let me say this, it's really the financial service provider selling fries with the burger. I'm sure everybody will have experienced this. So they're at the bank and they take out some kind of loan and that's the burger and the bank is going to cross sell fries to you. It's so important to be aware of this sales process. Speak a little bit more about this. Let's unpack this because I'm sure there are many people that may have had this packed on or maybe in discussion with someone that they had no idea about this. Yeah, you're right, Anne-Marie, and I'm I'm hoping that there's people who are listening to this podcast who are going to find these products in their finances because they're going to look through, listening to this podcast, they're going to be more aware and they're going to look through their outgoings and they're going to see this and they're going to start questioning the value. I'm not telling anybody what decision to make, but I am wanting people to make informed decisions. So these products are often referred to as junk insurance Just a really interesting case of this was in the UK, where I'm from originally. This was the biggest ever insurance scandal in the UK to do with the selling of junk insurance by British banks. And as a result of that, over $50 billion, I'll repeat that, $50 billion was refunded to (sighs) British consumers. Now, that's the fifth biggest economy in the world. It's comparable in in uh, in a lot of ways to the Australian economy, and so we need to take note of things like that for ourselves and learn from that. <gasps> That's incredible! Fifty billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's big, isn't it? It's it really is pause for thought. Now, customers are sometimes not even aware, as we've said, that they've purchased 
uh, CCI, again, consumer credit insurance. When they have bought it and try to make an insurance claim using this policy, a high number of these claims are rejected. And this is one of the traits, if you like, of consumer credit insurance. Where claims are successful, they often pay out only a fraction of the outstanding debt as opposed to the whole amount. They don't live up to the hype in short. Now, to bring this back to an Australian context, in 2016, the Australian Securities and Investments Commission, also known as ASIC, reviewed the sale of these insurance policies by car dealers in particular, and found them to be overpriced and to give little or no value. These products are, of course, not alone in their shortcomings. You have other products. I'm not saying they're all bad, but just be aware pet insurance is renowned for not offering cover for any pre-existing conditions and also for being impossible to switch providers once a claim has been made for your pet, not to mention the ease with which a provider is able to reduce cover, increase premiums and add exclusions year on year. Wow. Are there any other areas that we need to be mindful of? Yeah, I would say mobile phone insurance can be very expensive too, especially when you factor in the high excess in those policies. And mobile phone insurance is renowned for being hard to make claims on replacement handsets, and you don't always get like for like. I'd say mobile phone insurance is another category just to be aware of. Look, the bottom line with all of this is, think twice next time somebody tries to sell insurance fries to you with the burger that you're buying from them. Wow. All of these things are just so important to be aware of. And so often we have no idea around, but we do now through listening to this podcast series. So thank you, David, for for sharing those. Because again, when we are more mindful, we know these things, we can make far more empowered decisions. Now, if someone has made a decision, I need to speak to David, how do they get in contact with you? The best way to connect is to go to my company's website, sortmymoney.com.au, or to give us a call on 1300 983861. And either way, it will lead to a conversation with myself. Terrific. Thanks, David. Thanks, Anne-Marie. You've been listening to Sort My Money podcast. Want to create successful money habits so you can finally get your finances on track and turbocharge your financial future? Go ahead and book a Sort My Money consultation by going to www.sortmymoney.com.au or call us on 1300 98 38 61. That's 1300 98 3861.